we got Amy Miller in the house, y'all. Man, how you doing, bro? Good, good. Going um, how you doing today? I'm great. Thank you. But 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 my brother just said a singer. You sing too? No, I rap. Strictly rap. Well, I sing a little bit, but I'm not like a singer. You know what I'm gotcha, saying? Like gotcha. I can't mm-hmm. sing. You're like you're like no, nah, I'm an MC. Yes. Woo. Like I don't take credit from like the real singers. You know, okay. so I'll be like, no. Nah. Like I'm gonna leave the R&B stuff to y'all. Give me the bars. Exactly. Nice, nice. Yes. And how long you been rapping for? I'm gonna oh, just get straight to the point like, real quick. Like since shit. Like since high school. Like before then, like I think since I was ten. I wrote my first rap song when I was like nine or ten. And so I think I went to the studio for the first time when I was twelve. That's early. What yeah, gave you the inspiration to want to write it at that early age? Um to be honest, like I liked like Tupac. Um, and then when Eve came out, do you remember Eve? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. When she came out, I was like, oh my God, I love her. Like right. she was badass. She was classy. She was sexy, but she was still like right. just badass, well, like, like business. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, man, I want to I wanna do that. And that's when I, I got serious about it. She was signed to it. who? Aftermath? Uh, Rough Riders. Or, oh, Rough Riders. That's right. That's that was right. a label. Dang, she was part of Rough Riders? That's yeah. crazy. I thought it was Aftermath. I, thought, I don't know why I thought she was like West Coast. No. But she was. <laughs> She's from uh, Philly. What? Yeah. That's news to me. Dang. I, okay. I mean, I know because I'm like a super fan. So. Oh, okay, okay. But it was it Eve, like the one that stamped it for you or like, I want to, that's the type of style or like. Eve stamped it for me. Okay. Like I, you know, Lil' Kim was out and I was like, okay, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, who else was out? Lauren Hill. Many. Lauren, yes. I love Lauren. But when Eve came out, I think I, it was just like she left a bigger impression on me. And I was just at that age where I was like, you know, all right. Right. I'm, I'm coming into my young womanhood. You right. know what I'm saying? And she going hard and I can go hard too. And so, what about Missy Elliott? Did she ever like- Oh, yeah. I love Missy. I had her CD. Uh, yeah, because we had CDs back then. So I had her CD. For sure. I listened to it a lot. I like Missy. So it's like, it goes from that, like, what is it, late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah. All those women that were like rapping in the game that were, because that was pivotal. That's like, mm-hmm. the that's after what, MC Light? Yeah. Uh, and exactly. who, who else is in those days? Uh, Lil' Kim, Foxy she's like Brown. Mid, yeah, Foxy Brown's a little like early 90s, right? I would, I think so. Cause I, I feel like I'm a, I'm a hip hop head, but now that all this new music, it's like overload for me. Yeah. Cause I'm like from the era of listening to Eric and, and Rakim and all that. And then also Talib Kweli. And then they went into like, I got Drake when I was graduating high school and I got J. Cole and, and Kendrick. Okay. So it's kind of like, and then now I got Lil Baby and The Baby and yeah. YB, all these people that I'm like, yo, man, this is overload. This is 50 years <laughs> of hip hop. It is. It's a long time. Yeah. And, and do you see yourself like as the eve of this generation or do you, are you trying to push for that or what is you, what are you trying to do for this era? Um, I'm definitely like, you know, myself, um, you know, I love even everything. Um, I definitely see myself as more of the like 
you know, the chick that's going hard. She got respect. She's still sexy. She got bars, though. She's not selling you sex. Right. And that's what I I'm like not about interested. you. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've had labels and people like that try to tell me, oh, you know, you need to embrace your uh, sexuality more. And I'm like, I do. What are you talking about? Like, right. what do you want me to do? Like, just, just, just tell me straight up, you know? But it's just, I, it doesn't resonate with me. Like, I don't like that. Um... You know, and it started, like I said, when I was young, like I would be freestyling and I would have boys that would like get pissed off at me and talk shit to me and like start rapping down at me like, yeah, you my bitch and do this and do that. So at a very young age, I had to start competing against them. And, and this, send, is, this is in Texas, right? This You're is in Texas, Texas, in Houston, Texas. Oh. Yeah, and I would like I would be the only girl rapping with them. And some, not all of the boys, but some of them would get insecure about that. And so I've always been like, look, you know what I'm saying? I can hold my own. I don't have to promote nothing like that. I don't have to sell myself like that. I'm going to kill you with my bars. Right. And so I had some boys, like when they saw me rapping, they would like go the other way. They wouldn't even step in the side. No, they're, they're like, intimidated by. Yeah, you. they they yeah, like yeah. hated me. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like they were and so scared of me. Were you doing like like uh, the talent shows back in those times, and, and yeah. just doing like uh, what is other stuff? Um, showcases. Yeah, like, that's all you were doing at from 12 and on. Yeah, like I was in every talent show if I wasn't suspended. <laughs> um, seriously, because. Yeah, that was really bad. Did rap battles get you in trouble too? Like where it was like a a boy tried to push you and you just like swung on him or something? Did you ever? Because I feel like if they're talking down on you, you you must have felt away. You know what I mean? Like I don't think no, I never got in a fight. I never got in a fight. But um, like we we used to be like beating on the tables and vending machines, and like the teachers would come. Oh snap! And I would be the only one to get in trouble. Like everybody else was around rapping, but they Miller. To the office. I'm like, hold on. That everybody was out here. Right. Like, I just felt so targeted. Maybe because I was like the only girl. Maybe like Amy initiated this whole thing, which sometimes I did. But they're all there for her, basically. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was crazy. It was like That's I still up, have yeah. nightmares about high school. I mean, I remember having some <laughs> ciphers in high school, but honestly, when I was having no ciphers, I was getting political. Did you ever throw any political bars at people? Like. I don't know why I had this thing about me when I was spitting, like, because I had a little phase in rap myself, but it was like all political type rap. And I'm like, why? And now that I look back on myself, I'm like, why was I like that? Yo, like, did you ever feel like you had to like put yourself in a box or you were just like, because you know how some people be like, if they're known for this particular thing, like you're freestyling in a crowd, that's all she's known for. Or, yeah. or did you ever go to be like, nah, I got a, a song here. Listen to this. When was that? When did that happen? I started taking myself seriously after high school. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that's when I really became an artist. Like, because my mother, she was like, what rapper? She's very, like, proper, you know. You got to do it by the book. Yeah, and I'm like. Back to this question, though. Like, was there a theme that you chose, like, of what you wanted the message to be about? Specifically, since you're not being focused on the sex thing, you know. So what is the other message that you bring? I mean, for me, like, it's more like about like just being a boss, uh, just being a person of dignity, having good people around you, living your life, taking care of your family, doing what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Staying positive. Um, just, you know, like it, it's it's kind of spiritual in a way mm-hmm. with 
profanity, if that makes any okay. sense. Just like, hey, you know, ignore the haters, ignore the negativity, like do your own, like we don't, we don't play, you know what I'm saying? Very much militant at the same time, like we do defend ourselves, you know, uh, we, we, we will stand our ground, like just, you know, it's just like on some, it's on the up and up to me. Dope. Yeah. Dope. And did you ever feel like with the guys competing at that time, like, was it? Did it go past? Like, you know, I can make a better song than you. Like, like going back to that question, was it that type thing, or were you that competitive, or is it just strictly bars? I'm just trying to come with the best sixteen, the best eight. Um, I mean, I was very competitive. Um, so like a lot of, I feel like a lot of those people wanted to like do songs together, yeah, and link up in some type of way. After high school, though. After high school, yeah. Because you were saying, like, once you went to that artist artist yeah. mode, did that whole freestyling go away? And it was more like, oh, right, I'm in the studio. Yeah. Home studios, like, for sure, right? That's what you started with? Well, no, I was in, like, real studios. Oh, sh- yeah. from 12, it was probably, like, you already at real studios. Yeah. Damn, girl, you really had it popping then. Like, so how do you people think, believed in you. How do you think it would have been in the era, though, where it's, like, SoundCloud and it's, like, maybe you're not battle rapping in person, but you're dropping, like, a diss track or something like that, like... Cause that that in a sense, like I'm I'm assuming that that wasn't the time that we're talking about, right? Yeah, no. But just imagine that dynamic. <laughs> I know. You know, I think about that. Like, if if social media was popping then, like it was now, I think a lot of people would have gone further. If that makes true sense. for sure. Mm-hmm. Did you think there'd be more beef though too? Though, just be it's like because you know yeah, you have yeah, an, a, an element of people talking. The Twitter fingers, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. There. I mean, because like now it's like chaos. Yeah. So yeah. there was a lot of peace back then with that yeah. lack of technology. There was more peace. But, you know, I, I feel like I take peace over all the all you'd the rather You'd rather collaborate now than compete, basically. Is that what you're saying? Like, um, I mean, now, yeah, I, I just rather like. I just rather. um just speak my mind more now mm-hmm. instead of like holding back of, of what people think. Cause I think we're in an age of like saying what you want and doing what you want. True. And not being afraid. Right. Right. It's, it's like a, it's a space where a lot of people, you'd be like, damn, this person's rapping about this specific thing or mm-hmm. they're doing like, I like what Jonah Lucas is doing where he's like, he has these deep, like the broski. I don't know. You heard that song broski. It was like, it was talking about somebody in his circle and like hmm. what friends come around and all that. It was just a, a theme that, or a topic that I'm like, damn, people don't do that nowadays, you know? So it's yeah. like, and you're right. What they do do to women, I feel like they put them in that box, like sell boobs and ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's but, crazy. You know who, what I liked about what I saw in your thing and, and I, my brother said, look you up and all that. When did you hit that one in six in park thing? Like that was I oh. think you cooked them. That was like, yeah, that was some years ago. For real? Yeah. And like, how did that come to be? Like, how did you put yourself into that arena? Because that, I'm telling you, you cooked whoever that moon guy was. <laughs> yeah, we were I watching it like, before before they came. We watched it, yeah. I, I was going into that like, <laughs> I was impressed. I got She bodied you. him. Because at first I seen the other things on your Instagram, but then I seen the other stuff. I'm like, damn, she's been doing this for years and like yeah. really trying to stamp yourself in the game and like tell people like, yo, I got bars. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, that came about because like I have been watching 106 and Bar BT uh, for years. Like everybody, you know what I'm saying? They would tune in on Friday, watch Freestyle Friday. And so one day I was just at home and um, I was feeling really down, you know. 
Cause I, I mean, my brother was battling cancer at the time, and oh, it was just shit. like a very dark time. And the it came on the TV, and it, it was a commercial, and it was like, if you think you got what it takes to come up here and bring your bars, email us, hit us up. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna email them. It was I was not enthusiastic about it or optimistic or nothing. I just did it to be doing it. I was like, I'm just gonna do it. Right. I know they're not gonna contact me. Like why? You know what I'm saying? Just through the through the Yeah. I just sh- shot my shot. shot, shot yeah, the alley oop. <laughs> and so they responded and was like, hey. By the way, is it like an audition tape you did? Um did I do an I, I you know what? I don't remember. Oh. I feel like it was in person auditions. Maybe it was. Okay. Because why would they just invite you if they never seen you rap, yeah, right? right? Maybe right. I showed them my page or something. Something, something. But they were like, hey, you know, you gotta get yourself to New York. And come oh, to shit. auditions. I was like, oh my God, like I had never been in New York before. Like ever. And so I was like, I'm going. Like I Is that what you said earlier or you, before the part you were like, New York has been like yeah, you know, defining moments. The, I think? Yeah. the most defining moments there. Like I went for the first time, you know what I'm saying? I was scared. I wasn't scared, but I was like, what what the hell am I doing? This is uncharted territory. Like so I went, you know, my brother was battling cancer, like I said. Like, it was just like a glimmer of hope for me to go right. up there. And so I'm up there, and I go through the auditions. And so they had me battle, like, a bunch of guys and girls at the auditions. So even at the auditions, you're already battling people. Like, that was yeah. the whole audition, battle somebody. Yeah. Whoa. And I was like, man, they're not going to pick me. And so they did. And so, like, the executive producer was like, no, I really like you. Like, you're going to go on. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, What? <laughs> Okay, it was it it was like a blur, like it all happened so fast, and so I was like, all right, I'm gonna go on, I'm gonna go on, and um, finally when the day came, you know, um, a few days before I went up to New York to get ready for the battle, and um, while I was there, my mother had told me, you know, that my brother has transitioned. Whoa! While I was in New York, mm. and I was like, I was like so devastated. I was like. Like crushed, like my world had shattered. Wow, like a bittersweet moment, right? Like, yeah, you you got your brother that just transitioned, and then you're over here living your dream, about to go on TV. And so I was like, forget it, I'm not going. I looked for a flight to go back home to be with my family so we can make arrangements and all that. And when I got down there, I was like, I'm not going back. My mother was like, When are you going back to New York? I said, I'm not going. She was like, What? I said, I don't want to. And she was like, no, you have to go back because John would have wanted you to do that. He was watching BET, waiting to see you. He knew you were going to be on there. Like, he don't watch BET. He only watched BET on Sunday (laughs) because (laughs) he, like, was a gospel head. But he was watching BET, like, every day waiting on me. And so I actually went back, but I wasn't myself at all. Like, I was just, like, kind of fucked up. And so, you know, I did the battle. And I actually lost my first battle. I lost. And that's okay because, like I said, I was not there. Like, I wasn't Mentally, myself. Mentally, you were, no. like, not present. You're, no, like, morning still. Grieving. Yeah, I was, like, in shock. Wow. And so, um, everybody was like, you fucking, you should have won that battle. Like, what happened? You should have won. Like, they cheated. I'm like, I really don't care. <laughs> like, I didn't. Like, who cares? Like, when you, you know, you got your family, like, that you just bury. Like, I did not care. And so, um, a few months later, the executive producer was like, hey, would you like to come back as a wild card? And I was like, yeah. Like, this was, like, 
maybe six, seven months later. I was you left an impression, already. though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely. was like, wow. You know, yeah, I thought you, I lost, and y'all was like, fuck right. her. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they was like, you want to come back as a wild card? I was like, yeah. So I went back, and I won the battle. I won the battle as a wild card. I won the next battle. I won the next battle. Then I'm in the playoffs again, or whatever, the tournament. And so the same girl that beat me, I beat her. Oh, snap. This time. Yeah, it was a big deal, too, because I was like, there's no way this bitch can beat me twice. No way. Excuse my French. Uh, but we was both from Texas. She was from Austin. I was. I'm from Houston. Oh, it was a so bigger it was like, beef. It was. A, it was a uh, what you call it? A showdown. Right. <laughs> Definitely. She got the rival, basically. Yes, I was. I was so nervous. Like I think I took a shot of Patron at 8 a.m. So yeah, I was like, she cannot beat me this time. I will kill her. Not playing. But uh, I beat her lyrically. Yeah, Literally assassinate exactly. <laughs> and then the next battle I won and then I ended up in the semifinals. Like I was this close to being in the championship. And so that's when I battled the guy Moon. Oh, so that's the one that they put on YouTube and everything. They, I think they were all on YouTube. And I think BET was just like getting nah. them to take it down. Right, right, right. Yeah. Dang. That one was hard. I'm telling you. That was my best battle, actually. Really? Yeah, because like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like a lot of people was giving me shit, too. They was like, oh, Amy, why is she even on here? Like I got a lot of love and I got a lot of Like she got the boot before. Why is she coming back? Like why? Yes. Oh, Oh, my. It was it was crazy. Like I had all these like thousands of people hitting my like my my socials just showing love and talking trash at the same time so i felt like i had to prove myself in that battle with moon and when that happens do you read the comments did i read yeah back then do you read them now yeah are we talking about myspace days we're talking about no (laughs) twitter early twitter days twitter facebook Uh, Facebook. yeah okay but um but back then i didn't have the skin that i have now back Mm. then i was letting some of that stuff get to me you were talking back. You're like, man. Yeah. And I was a baby. So I was like, why are they talking all this shit? Like, I didn't understand. Like, people are just hateful like that or jealous or whatever. I didn't understand none It'd of that. be all that place. They yeah. wouldn't do that to your face either. Exactly. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I had people that I actually knew from high school. Talking shit. Talking shit. And they didn't know that I saw it. But the thing is, I was trending Ooh. on Twitter. I was tre- a trending topic. right. right. And I could see anytime somebody said my name and I would see some people I actually knew. And I'd be like, damn. You know all that? I know her in a second. Yeah. I'm like, wow, what did I ever do to you? Like, why is you? Okay. So, you know, I learned. I I learned. So now it's like, I see it differently. Like when people spew that stuff online and stuff, I'm like, "Mm." when you were doing these battles, like, what do you think about like creatively? Like how you're going to destroy them with your bars? Do you look at their appearance? Mm-hmm. What are you looking for in order to, you know, to break them down? Um, you're just looking at anything that you can take and insult them with. Oh, okay. Anything. It doesn't even have to be true. And that's another reason, like, I don't do it like that because to me it's a toxic culture. Like, I, I like to just freestyle and kick it, you know, have fun with it. That's what we do down in Houston. We just mm-hmm. have fun, you know what I'm saying? We be in a circle. But the the rap battle culture is like, I'm going to study you. I'm going to look at your pages and I'm going to think of anything I can say. If I know that you have a girlfriend or a wife, I'm going to talk about her. If I know you have a kid, I might throw the kid in there. You know, if 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 you, I don't know, if you have braces, I'm going to talk about that. Like yeah. any little thing. This is, it kind of reminds me of like the comedian roast. 
You know, yeah. like comedians tend to do that when they roast each other mm-hmm. or like they look, they got to study everything and yeah. be like, all right, this is how I'm going to make fun of you. That's I'm wondering how your creativity kicks in in that moment yeah. when you're now have to, you know, battle that person. Yeah, that that's exactly right. Like you got to just study them. And to me, I'm like, this person is not that interesting. Did you have to do that for the, <laughs> the one in six at park? Everybody that you, you were studying everybody? Yeah. Basically, they they tell you, okay, next week you're going to battle. Oh, you're there prepping. You already, you know. Yeah, because it was the, um, what was it? Like a bracket? A bracket. Oh, Oh my God. Thank you. Because I was, it wasn't going to (laughs) come. They're like, okay, next week you're going to battle this guy, um, Priceless from San Francisco. So I'm like, hmm, looking him up. He's like a little, you know, a little short, skinny dude from San Francisco. Um, thinks he's kind of cool. He's, if he see this, he really going to be mad. And so <laughs> I'm looking at him. I'm like, mm, weeks off. We got to go mm. viral. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah we about to reignite <laughs> all of this beef that oh, I used yeah. to have in the past. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm talking about him. You know, he was really mad. So did you aim for his height? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like we with Moon, you height. cooked him in a different way. It was kind of like, did you get personal with him? Or did, like, Because then he started coming talking about, he said something about, he lost it at the end. Like, he started fumbling his words. Exactly. So I was like, that's what everybody did you look said. at him a certain way? Like, what was that? that no. He just, because you cooked him. He he is a fumbler. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny, but he Got has butter fumbled. fingers, she said. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's done that. And he had done that in previous battles. I saw that. So I even said something like, you going to choke. I said that in my battle. I was like, you going to choke it. No, he said that. Wait, he said, I think I said it. And he said it. He was like, you probably thinking I'm going to choke again. Because yeah. you did. Right. You choked he in like three up. other battles. Yeah, like. Like six seconds, five seconds left on the clock, and he was and just you, like, "You went, pa- you went past the clock." I was like, "Yo, that's crazy." She's still going. That was dope. Yeah. So like transitioning from that to like what happened after one and six in park. What spotlight did that give on you? How many followers did you get after that? Oh like, my god. Um. Okay. So I remember on one of six, I got ten thousand followers in one day ooh. on Twitter. Ten thousand because they were like. Because Moon had beat me or whatever. He didn't beat me, but they voted they for him. They gave it to him? They did. Oh, they wow. gave him the battle. That type of like yeah. stutter and fuck up like that? Yeah, oh, hell no. And so it's fucked up. they were like, oh, Amy, you know, not for nothing. You was the first woman who made it to the semifinals. Woo, woo, woo. Is there anything you would like to say? And I was like, yes, this is my Twitter. <laughs> oh, and so I got 10,000 followers in out. one day. Yeah, like my phone crashed. I had to buy a new phone when I was in Times Square. Damn. And I was like, everybody thought I was ignoring them, but my phone literally... It was overload. Yeah. I ain't never seen no phone do that. So, um, so yeah, from there, I got like a big following. I got big supporters that still, you know, support me to this day, till this day. Any labels come calling? They did. They did. How was that? Were they calling before that? No. Oh, she. Okay. I that's mean, a good thing. all... I'll say at the time I had a manager and he didn't play his card. No, not at all. Not at all. That'd be the case sometimes. But you know what? I used to be upset about it, but um, I look at it and I know it's a blessing now because I feel like if I would have really just jumped off and popped off and made it with certain people around me, it would have just gone to shreds. That's what I think. And that's what I believe. So it's it's probably better that you just steered it your own way, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, so you have a more solid group now compared yeah. to back then. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. And, and how was was this all from you still going to Houston or New York? Did when did LA come to play? Oh, um, LA came to play like ten years ago. Oh snap! So in between all that, you were still coming, or was that way before? Yeah. So okay. I started coming to LA after let's say I had to get a job. I had to get a job after BET, believe it or not. Right. And I became a flight attendant. Dope. Okay. Yeah. Travel. Okay. I mean, it changed my life. It got me away from the people who I didn't need to be around. Um, it, it let me travel and it let me come here to LA. And so when I came to LA, Are you I was flying like, domestically or internationally. <laughs> Just gotta ask. <laughs> this guy's an international player. <laughs> you know, people love to ask that. Were you were you domestic? Yeah. <laughs> but I was domestic. But like the last couple years, I was strictly international because I made my money quicker. Yeah. Like I hated domestic because mm. you you're flying all around the country. Yeah. It's like ridiculous. Like I'd rather just do one flight to London, come back. One flight to um, Argentina, come back. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Did you ever go to El Salvador? I gotta ask because we're all Salvadorian here. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, I think I went to San Salvador. All right, that's where. Yo, that's, the, that's the only. Smell the mother there. Really? Yeah. But it's crazy because when I went there, one of the um, they have like um, like policies in place where uh, the military has to come on and check the plane for drugs uh, oh, and shit. stuff. So they come on there, and I think they brought a dog. I took a picture of the dog, <laughs> and um, and then the cleaners came on, and I took my shoes off because my feet was hurting so bad. And one of the the cleaners, he dropped a big ass walkie-talkie on my foot. Oh. Yeah, that's my memory of this. Oh, <laughs> so you're over there limping like I would man, that shit hurt so bad. It's it, a big ass walkie. It was talkie. huge. I know, yeah. And I think like my toes turned purple. And like oh, I no. showed the captain, I was like, oh my God, is it broke? He was like, no, it's not broke. And I was like, damn, like, and he was so sorry. And I was like, it's okay, it's okay, but it messed sorry, me up. <laughs> yeah, but it was just a turn. It was Houston to San Salvador, let the people off, and then send so San Salvador back. So you didn't even So how did that plane. expand your horizon of seeing different cities and different parts, different people? Um, it just yeah, it I mean it because just Because when like, those people that stay in one city in one place, like their world is very small because that's yeah. all they know. Right. And they haven't experienced other cultures and other people. So now that you've got to experience that, how did that change your worldview? Um, it definitely let me, you know, let, know that I can like go anywhere and be anything and be great. I get along with people easily. Like I like to know people uh, stories, no matter if we just met for five minutes because that was the culture flying around the world meeting so many people you meet people from all backgrounds and you just want to know as much about them as possible y'all connect and then you say goodbye you know what i'm saying i learned about different cultures like in in japan uh singapore definitely central america south america um it's just it's just you know it just let me know that 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 I'm like limitless. I can do anything. Mm -hmm. I don't have to, like you said, stay in one environment. Mm -hmm. I don't have to stay in a situation. I don't have to stay in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like I could just, the, the world you is so the, big. You learned the art of detachment. Is that what you're saying? I did. I really did. And that's a good thing because who I am, I think that I was just too loyal to people, situations, places. places. And it's like, for what? What am I really holding on to? What am I really being loyal to? Right. Like this is a one life, and we've got a whole world that's our playground. So, out so there. let's let's talk about that. Let's let's kind of shift gears. Cause I think my brother said that you wouldn't be down. You'd be down to talk about relationships. 
Yes. <laughs> he was like, that was a freaking, that was, that was what you call busting a bitch. <laughs> real quick, let me just bust a bitch. Switching lanes, quick, I mean. Because you know, <laughs> it's like, the way that you sound, it's like, yeah, you had to let go of certain people. And, and, and relationships mean like friendships, business partnerships, uh, significant others. You know, it's, it, the list is, is even family members sometimes. Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, because. <laughs> I've had to I've had to be like I can't come around to my mom for a couple of weeks you know it's, just, it's not it's triggering you know what yeah. I'm saying so it's like I feel like it takes a certain level of altitude that brings the attitude to be like hold on like that right there is gonna make me be the old self that I don't want to be no more right right and I like that you said yeah you did master the art of detachment so how how would you help somebody like myself that struggles with detaching with things places. Like, and I got some bad news today that I was like, damn, I might have to detach from something that I yeah. built. You know what I'm saying? That, okay, let me see how I swallow that pill. And you said something crucial before we got on here that was yeah. seven is a year of completion. Mm-hmm. So can you kind of elaborate on all that? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because, um, so it's funny because a flight attendant actually told me seven is the year of completion mm-hmm. because I was telling her about a situation I was in. Okay. And so she was like, oh, seven is the year of completion. It's either going to work or it's not going to work after seven years. Oh, now you just. And so after she told me that, whoever I was talking to kind of got the boot after that. Because I'm like, you know what? You're right. This is a waste of time. Mm. Like, why are we on and off and mostly off for seven years? Like, no, I can't do this no more. It's not. I don't see myself with you. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, that is like just learning to just uh, value yourself um, to just like not hold on to things that aren't doing you any good. And and I'm very much a believer in God. Like, number one, like, show me a sign. If it's not for me, take it away. And I remember one time I, I prayed to God. I was like, God, something is not right. If there's anybody in my life right now that should not be, can you please intervene? Why I said that prayer? Why did I say that prayer? I lost a person I was working with. And somebody I was dating after I said that. And it's and, so weird how it happens like that. And it hurt though. It was it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like, you know, like smooth. It was like like razor sharp. It was like, okay. Yeah. So I so I start praying differently. I'm like, God, <laughs> if there's anybody else that shouldn't be in my life, could you please remove them? But please with grace. Right. And 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 um what's the word? Mercy. You know what I'm saying? Please prepare me for it. Uh, and and give me a replacement, not replacement like that, but but have me in a in a certain space to where it won't hurt as much, and, and I'll promise I'll start listening differently. I promise I'll start paying attention to the signs more because when you ask for somebody to get out your life, you you can't be picky about how it happens. And then it's crazy because you really don't expect it to be the people you expect it to be. No, and it's kind of crazy how like I went through that. A couple times in my life where I've been like, yo, what? Really? That person? Yeah. I thought this was a lifer. <laughs> like, right. and then you'd be like, nope, keep it pushing. Yeah. So, like, how did now where are you at and what space are you at right now? Like, are you, did this, was this person supportive to your dream of music and? Um, I think so. And how, yeah. how, how do you navigate that? That you're an artist and, you know, there might be somebody you're interested in or is interested in you. Like, do you always question that or you're like, no? Oh, but, yeah. I always I'm like, well, okay. so for the most part, I have to make sure that you're not jealous and insecure because Mm. that's a big one for me. Like I've had people pretend like, oh, they support me and they were like jealous as fuck. Like I've had an ex who wouldn't even like my picture. 
because apparently I had a camel toe. What the fuck? <laughs> Legit. And I'm like, yo, red flag. Straight like, red, would you say that person, they're, would this, you say that they're jealous of your success though in that aspect? Yeah. No, that person's I mean, being possessive. That and just the way that people might might gravitate to me or celebrate me, but that would that was a red flag. My whole day was off because of that comment. Hell like, yeah. This person literally <laughs> was like, I'm not gonna like this picture because you have I'm like, are you fucking serious? That's wild. Are you and it and it wasn't just one time, like it was repeated, you know, uh just displays of non-support on my social media. And then you got people in your circle like, yo, so and so didn't like your shit. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like Is it- if you insecure, we're not gonna work. Right. We're not gonna work. And I'm not one of the people who have to be with somebody. I, I'm I'm I hate to say this, I'm kind of much better alone. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just haven't found the right person, but I it's, it's things I'm not going to put up with. Like mm-hmm. I've been in very uh, unhealthy relationships where, you know, that person was just straight up jealous and accusing me of doing things that I did not ever do so and would never yeah. do. Yeah. And I'm like, it's Ooh. better to be alone than in bad company, though. Exactly. Misery loves company, right? That's what they're saying. And misery yeah. loves company, too. Yeah. 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 So. So, so that just was you learning from these trial and error relationships. Mm-hmm. So how do you, how do you vet them now? <laughs> how do I do what? How do, how do you vet, vet them? Vet them? Yeah. yeah like background checks. Or, um, <laughs> well, you know what? I got to, I honestly, I look for the red flags, but now I'm in a place where when I see them, I have to listen to them and I have to stop extending grace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's like, if somebody show you who they are, why we do we them. keep giving them more Trying chances? Trying to be nice. Yeah. But how do we get to that point where we're like, I am not going forward with this person without being petty? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. There's people that are just super petty with it. Yeah. Like, what? like, especially in the day and age of like social media, they block you. Yeah. They do all. And then to me, it's funny because afterwards they look like a fool when they come back and they're like, Hey, can we talk? And I'm like, right. Why are you taking that step of, of blocking and doing all that stuff? If you're yeah. going to come back a week later with, and you're going to change your mind and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's no. hilarious to me. <laughs> See, I will never change my mind. Like I'm like, eh. and once it's done, it's done. Hey, but it I need to, to get to the point to being like, okay, I didn't like that. And I didn't like that. I know it was small, but I'm not going to move forward. Like, how do we get to that point? Are you? But do you address it with the person or do you give them a chance to? Yes, I address it. In that moment. And they make, yeah, in that moment or the next day or whatever. Oh, yeah, because I can't hold my tongue very well. <laughs> and they'll make. She's a battle rap, bro. She'll start <laughs> like, yo, son. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's just New York. Man. But I mean, she's just going to drop a bar. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, they'll make, they'll make excuses for it or apologize. But still, it happened. Right. So, you know what the I mean? boundary was crossed. Like if I go rob a bank right now and the cops come get me, I'll be like, I'm sorry. But you <laughs> still did it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be punished. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, so, so, so I guess with, with just kind of leaping off this question, you address it, but is that addressing it to cut it off or address it to like, hey, you got to fix this? Yeah, to fix it. Okay. And, and then, how long and then, did that fix it? Okay, period, yeah. like that? How long <laughs> or, do you give somebody to... So, okay, so I'll address it. Okay, so I'll address it. But there's deal breakers, of course, right? There's certain deal breakers where it's like, if you do this, uh uh-uh, ain't no addressing it. There are deal breakers, but I feel like some people, like, they'll find their way around a deal breaker. Mm. They'll make an excuse and be like, I'm just traumatized. I had a rough childhood. That's a narcissist, by the way. That's a narcissist. They'll blame everything. Exactly. Like, oh, so you didn't just, like, 
cause holy hell right now, but I've had a rough life. You know, so you start to feel sorry for them, but that's Fix what they want. me, wa- Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, and I'm an empath, so I'm like, damn, that sucks. <laughs> that's fucking horrible. Like, let's pray right well, now. An empath is somebody that, that, has, that shows compassion? The what? An empath shows compassion? Yes. Okay. Too much, maybe. Mm. You said an empath? Empath? Empath. What's yeah, the like other showing one? empathy. Oh, okay, okay. The other ones, I don't, I think you know them, bro. Don't you know? Them? Uh-huh. Damn. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Wait, what is the other one? Sympathy? Is it? That's what I was saying. Yeah, say, sympathy, want... empathy. Okay, and then that's it, right? Or is there more? <laughs> I think apathy. That's it. Yeah. Is apathy? Oh, apathy. Yeah. Yeah. That's when. But that's you... like I gotta look up these definitions now. Different or what is that? <clears throat> yeah, apathy I, I is. I used to be good with definitions. I'm telling you, my. I feel like my like don't quote life. me, but apathy is like a bad thing. I think. Right. It's like, like you don't. Different. So sympathy is feelings of pity Thank or you. and sorrow for someone else's misfortune. Okay. Okay. And, and then that... empathy is is you've, you 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 can relate to it. Okay. 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 That's what empathy is. I'm gonna double check that. Okay. <laughs> we got. We got. Thank a, you. Yeah. So sympathy. You have an experience. Empathy. You've experienced it. Yeah. The empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Yeah. So if you tell me something so sad, I'm gonna take on that feeling for I you. I took it on right now when you told me that you. Were going apathy that, is the like, lack of interest. Is, like honestly, I'll, yeah. Yo, how does she do that? Just go on yeah. stage and do like that's tough. Mm-hmm. Yo. A- apathy is the lack of interest and enthusiasm like or concern. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you don't care. Yeah. Somebody can tell you something like that. I remember there was a rapper I think back in the day when I was like into really searching like two dope boys and mm-hmm. all that on on LimeWire and all that shit, and there was a rapper I think name apathy that's why that name wow. stuck out to me right now like but damn so you're not cold-hearted you're not cold-blooded you're not like you'll i'm give really somebody, not you'll give that person an opportunity to yeah mend themselves and unfortunately damn it's not a fatal flaw though <laughs> yeah but fool me once shame on you right fool and so twice. i'm getting to that point because like i know people like say for example my mother she is a huge empath and to this day i'd be like uh-uh no like, she'll be like, well, so-and-so said, uh-uh. And I got to be like, no, do not give them anything. Right, I'm putting my itch. foot down. And I'll be like, did you give them something? Let me find out. Right, like, because right, right. her heart is so big. Me, I'm like, okay. Like like you said, fool me once, fool me twice. I'm not. No. Mm-hmm. I can definitely life, turn on you. That skin that you were saying, it got, it got thick skin now. It it's did. Like- it yeah. take a lot to get to that heart. And when you watch, and when you watch a, a true empath with a huge heart just get walked over, you're like, no, that's not going to be me. Right. Yeah. Sayish. Yo. Okay. So let's go back to the, you know, I busted a beat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, I mean, I think that, also, I mean, you're also talking about too, like this insecurity stuff is also, you know, with your success and with what you are right now. I mean, do you think that there's someone that you'd have to be on that? They have to be like kind of in the same industry or the same profession to understand and to, you know, you know what? Do you think that has to be the case? It's funny because my mother said that she was like, Amy, you're going to have to date somebody that's on your level. (laughs) I'm so serious. She was like, you cannot be because people are jealous and they're not going to support you. And you've got to date somebody who got, she said somebody who has something going on. Mm, 
Doesn't yeah. have to be the same industry. Just no, uh, doesn't have to be that. But they got some go. That's how they're focused. Some going Sometimes on. Sometimes what for I feel sure, it is, sure. it's like if you got something going on and they got something going on, they're both focused on what they got going on. Yeah. But when you build that togetherness, it feels like ah, right, it's genuine. It's not like they're too busy focused on what you got going right. on. Right. It's a distraction from what they should have going mm-hmm. on. Exactly. And then y'all can support each other instead Straight of them. Up. People people start comparing themselves. Like oh, you know what I'm saying? It's right. like how we're supposed to be together. Like, don't look at me like that. You're looking at me like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It is very competitive now, I would say, between uh, male and female, I would say, in this era, you know? Yeah, I mean, because there's also, you could say, roles that get, you know, thrown in there because, I mean, let's say if you are in a relationship and, you know, there's a child involved too, there's most of the time women have to take some time off for maternity leave and all that type of stuff, you know what I mean? And, and, it just depends on the status too, because there's there's there could be a case where you know if if financially speaking you have you could say a nanny or someone to take care of it, you can still continue your career. But you know, like again in the era we have, where I guess you could say gender roles are more of a bigger topic and more of a bigger. I don't know if you want. I don't. I don't know how to put it. A stereotype. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But there's a heavy you could say pushback on that where it's like I don't have to play that role or something like that what, what's your opinion on that would you say it's like if that were to come for you you know what i mean as far as motherhood goes um hmm yeah when whenever you know i have a child or whenever that day comes i i'm definitely going to be in a place where um you know i can have a nanny definitely got you yeah it's not going to be one of those or my child is coming with me certain places mm-hmm. if i got to travel i want my child with me so it's never going to be like, you know, my child has to stay home with someone else. Like, I don't I don't foresee that. Got it. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, because, I mean, that's a big thing, too, where I just feel like um, just in this day and age, too, where it's like I, I've even I've had a, I know people, too, where, where the the girl is the, the, the bigger breadwinner. So mm-hmm. when there has been, you know, where there's kids involved. You know, there's a slight maternity leave from the from the from the mother, but then at the in the long run, the the dad's kind of taking that part too. Okay. And I feel like that's just something that we see more in this day and age of uh, where gender roles are just just getting kicked out the door, if you will. Mm-hmm. Which, in my part, I think it has no, there's nothing wrong with it. It just depends on what the situation is and whatnot, because there's just different things. You know, what I mean, what if yeah. like what did I say? You you know, you you hit an album that takes off or something like that. You got to go on tour or something like that, like. Yeah. Gotta do it. <laughs> exactly. And I will. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, yeah. We'll claim it. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. So let's kinda um go into that. When are do you are you cooking an album up? Are you are you working on an EP or, or what's yes. next for Amy? I'm working on music right now. Um I'm in the studio. I'm about to drop a new single hey. soon. Like um, t- end of the summer, middle yeah. of summer. Okay, okay. Like probably next month. Dope. You know. So I'm excited about that. I just dropped a single called Nacho. Yeah, Nacho. When did that one drop, by the way? Uh, May 15th. May 15th. Okay, cool. Yeah, so like two months ago. And, and how do you how do you navigate when you drop a, a single? Do you feel like, okay, this was the one? or? or... Um, a lot of times, yeah. A lot of times I'd be like, oh, yeah, this one, this one going to go. But to me, it just, you know, comes down to promotion and marketing and stuff like that. And for Nacho, I have been wanting to release it for a long time. And things kept happening. The pandemic happened and then woo, woo, woo. But Nacho has been done for a minute. And so I finally was like, I'm releasing it. I'm not 
forget it. I'm releasing it. It's going to go. Like I had a label I was even working with and they wanted to release Nacho and they was taking a long time. So I was like, uh, <laughs> right. this needs to come out. You know what I'm saying? We could do something else, but Nacho's going out. So this so. was made before pandemic or during the pandemic? It was made during the pandemic. How did you navigate that that era of life for everybody as an artist, as a Ooh. person? And Well, I was you, pretty... Did you write about it? Did you have some COVID no, bars? I never, I never wrote COVID bars. I thought that was weird. Because <laughs> I, was, I was mainly and mostly just scared. I was at first. Like, I remember when Everybody the pandemic was. came out, I was like, man, I'm going back home. So I went back to Houston for like three weeks. And I was like, in, in, in Houston, they weren't taking it like L.A. Oh. It wasn't nobody wearing masks. So did that take the fear away from you when you went to over there? It did a little bit. I was like, oh, did you life think is normal. It's not that bad. We were tripping then? No. Californians were tripping? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I didn't. I appreciated both sides, honestly. Okay, okay. I did. I did. Um, but like when it comes down to like the elderly, that's when I was like, no, they need they need I agree protection. I because agree they were that. the ones like right. dropping and I was like, Ooh, I don't like that. Like I don't like that we're not meaning in Houston that we're not, you know what I'm saying, like putting up precautions for these unprotected groups. Right. Or these vulnerable groups. You know, anybody, anybody can get it and anybody can, but, but they really were at risk. And so here I felt like they was, you know, taking more precautions, you know, maybe they were a little too precaution. Maybe things were a little too crazy, but still I did appreciate it. That they at least took some type of, cause then you yeah. saw the other coin when it was like, yo, they don't care over here. No, on the side. So it's that, like, let's have a middle ground type. Yeah. Medium ground. Like, see, I was bothered by the. The extreme that we went here. I guess it's because I'm a business owner. <laughs> yeah. And I took it that. I took it personal. It was like everything had to get shut down. I had yeah. to send people in through the back. Like, Yeah. that but, that, And I could see like you know, that would be crazy. But And I wasn't rich enough to be like, I'm going back to Houston. Because I seen, I was like, damn, Joe Rogan, you going to Texas? Fuck. Like, yeah. You know, you just seen all these like people in LA, Hollywood just did. Yeah. They're like Everybody left. I mean, things changed here. So you left for three weeks. That's it. Um, I left for three weeks, came back. Then when I came back, I was kind of miserable because everything was shut down. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going back. I was back and forth. I was on the plane with like two masks on, with gloves on. Were you still flight attending around at that time? I was still technically employed, but I wasn't flying. Gotcha. I was on a leave. Gotcha. So it was like, I'm just getting on a plane. Yeah, I was just going back and forth. Making miles, right? No, <laughs> no, I was I was technically what an employee. So you're flying as an employee. Yeah, though oh. that you can do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, you fly for free. You just be like, I gotta take a flight. You don't even have to call them. You just get on, you just book them. Oh snap! And you have an employee number and all that. Yeah. I need to start. That's something. Yeah. I mean, I did. Okay. Okay. So when did that stop? Um, about two and a half years ago. And that's when you went full music. Yeah, full acting, full music. I mean, but I was on a leave because, you know, it was just like it was just too crazy. And, you know, turbulence was getting crazy. It was a lot going on. And so I did take a leave. So I hadn't flown for a long time. And then how was the acting gigs going on with that? You still auditioning for big roles right now as we speak? Well, right now it's crazy. There's a strike. Um, That's right. There's an actor strike. So there's um, no auditions going on right now. There are, but it's not as many. You know what I'm saying? Got you. the, The industry has taken a hit. Um, How do you feel about that strike? You think it's it's 
they're tripping that they're not trying to pay people more. Yeah, writers. I mean, I think they need to pay people. You know, they got the money. I, I was I was seeing this breakdown by Andrew Schultz where he was talking about how um how it it could be like a domino effect in a sense where the reason why they well basically streaming companies aren't putting out the numbers out for each show and whatnot mm. and how that it once once that gets put out and they see that the the numbers are very low that that it's going to affect stock prices and all that stuff and it's going to be harder to to have the budget to put out all these different shows and whatnot so at the end of the day it's basically a detriment to the writers and to the actors because if again if that gets exposed um you know it's gonna it's gonna affect everything where like numbers are they're gonna numbers are gonna be revealed stock numbers are gonna go down all that type yeah. of stuff hmm. um and and it's he's just theorizing this but it just also makes sense if this is the case that well back we guys gotta remember that back in the day netflix used to have that right netflix used to have like this many people watched it they used to hmm. have here's a comment section so you would see like how many people are commenting on the show how many people are watching the show how many people i don't like the remember show. that they had that yeah no yeah. i never saw comments and all that, they took away the comment section. Uh, right now, they don't even show how many people like the show. They'll just be like, they'll do the, this is the most liked. Okay. They'll do that now. But they don't tell you like, all right, how many people like the show? So like, there's a lot of things that were back then that made it seem more real, that there was actual numbers to it compared to now. Hmm. Yeah. So they're inflating numbers. That's the theory that. Andrew, the gotcha. brother's talking about it. Yeah. Andrew's thinking that that might be the case. Mm. That that's why they don't want to. They don't want to do it. No. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, how long have you have you been acting for? Like, <clears throat> was it like during uh, before you were rapping or? Um. Well, yeah. So I have been acting since probably high school, but there wasn't that many acting opportunities in Houston. So I've been acting like, you know, since I've been coming out here back and forth, like four years, like I've been in commercials, uh, movies, mm. uh, shows, like stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. Cause there's more opportunity here than not there. Right. Yeah. The for acting. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm, for you sure. were in a music video, right. For Dua Lipa and, uh, yes. Baby. How mm -hmm. was that? I mean, it was fine. Did you get to meet him? No. Did I? No, 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 What's funny? <laughs> what's funny is no, I, I got to say hi to the baby or whatever. But what's funny is I did meet Dua Lipa mm -hmm. when I was a flight attendant. Oh, <laughs> well, that's the crazy part. Her yeah. and her sister was on the plane, mm. and then her Just sister complained. Different life paths, and you see, yeah, in, mm -hmm. in different. What is it? Different spaces, different. We yeah, we cried, but her sister ended up complaining because she had a peanut allergy, and it was a huge deal. Did she swell up? <laughs> She's like, I don't want to say that. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Apparently, like, they got on the plane. They were in first class. And I didn't know who they were. I had no idea. Mm. And she was like, oh, excuse me. Um, my sister has a peanut allergy. Um, could you make sure they don't serve any peanuts up here? And I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, let me let the flight attendant know who's working this section. Because I wasn't working that section of first class. I was working the other side. So I had to let this one guy know mm -hmm. who was working the section. So I went over there. And I was like, hey, these two girls over there. I had no idea who they were. I was like, these two girls over there uh, say they have a peanut allergy. Can you um, go talk to them? And he was like, yeah. So apparently he said something rude. I don't know. I did not hear. I was not there. Okay. Right. But when we get back to the United States and we get off the plane... 
the management is at the door of the plane. They're like, can everybody please go downstairs? I'm like, what? For what? I have to go home to Houston because we were in Newark. So we were going Newark to London. Yeah. So I was going to land in Newark and go home. I was like, "Uh uh-uh. And they were like, everyone has to go downstairs. I was like, what What happened? I'm thinking like, I have no idea what's going on. So we get down there and apparently Dua Lipa had tweeted, "Um, I'm on this flight. And the flight attendant was like, your sister better have an EpiPen. Oh, snap. (laughs) Wow. That is not funny. That That's not funny. That's way to go about it. No. Yeah. But I was like, yo, they were like, um, we need you guys to write a statement. What happened? Because apparently the flight attendant said, well, I hope she has an EpiPen. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I have no idea about that. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't there. No. I, you know what I'm saying? And so the guy, the flight attendant was like, I did not say that. But I don't know. But it was like a huge deal just because it was tweeted. And I ended up missing my flight home. So they had to they had to give me a room there in Newark. And I stayed the yeah, night. I, I literally just found the tweet, too. That's crazy. You did? Yeah. No, you did not. Yeah. I'm not going to say the airline. Oh, thing. yeah. Please don't. He says, I can't <laughs> believe I'm on a flight right now. And I told the steward that my sister was severely allergic to nuts. And his reply was, we're not a nut-free airline, so if she has an EpiPen, she might have to use that as we cannot serve the other passengers in your section nuts. So you know like, I'm not lying. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I was like, damn. There you go. Yo, hold so on. It's still there. It's not yeah. Anymore. It's called an X. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> as well, as back as then, it was Twitter. As of today. <laughs> so, yeah, that actually happened. That's when I actually that was met X'd out. Dua Lipa. Right. But that was nuts. Huh, literally nuts. <laughs> no <laughs> pun intended. Yeah. No That's pun hilarious. intended. That's funny. Wow. But I don't know, because people were like, seriously, like, why don't you get a private jet? Straight up. And then the flight attendant was like, I did not say that, but I don't know because I didn't hear it. Right. Okay. So yeah. I'm just like, I ain't in it. Please. I just want to go home. And then yeah. how was it when you saw them again or saw her again? Just- I was like, <laughs> Side eye real quick no, She's like you ain't tweeting about me today right? like, I'm just here to make some money You know what I'm saying That's a good thing that you mean You wash your hands Because you didn't say nothing to her It was my yeah. dude No it was nice to them I had no idea who they were Either It, it doesn't matter with me I'm nice to everybody right, right. Like I respect everybody So I had no idea that they was She was a mega star Yeah I was just like okay Let me, let me tell the guy To come over here and talk to you So we can get that sorted out Did you have any other celebrity encounters While you were Uh, Yeah a, I had Um who did I have? What's her name? Um, F. What's her name? F. Hillary Duff. Hillary. Oh. Um. Childhood crush there for me. <laughs> she is. She is cute. Yeah, yeah. Um. What's the other guy name? It's it's not um Forrest Whitaker. What's the other guy? Denzel Washington. No, he got like a lazy eye. Oh, uh, he's the one from Harlem. Yes, That's Godfather Harlem. Harlem. Whit- no, 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 no. Forrest Whitaker. Um, what's his name? That's I'm looking at Godfather Hall, you said? Yes. Yeah. That's Forrest Whitaker. No. Is it? You might be right. Yes. Yeah, it's Forrest Whitaker. Okay. <laughs> I Sorry. love that show. That show's dope. Yep. So he was there. Um, it's been quite a few people. Uh, oh, Paris Hilton. Wow. She didn't fly private? She was in first class. Sick. Um, it's been, yeah. Anne Hathaway. Wow, she was really nice. That's cool. Then they start harassing her. You about her. to be running into these people on the big screen one of these. I days. know. Thank Straight you. Up. Yeah. Yeah. So. So how the movie road's going? 
Um, I mean, they're going good. Like I said, it's kind of slow right now, but you know, I'm staying positive. Like, and what was the biggest one that you've had as far as like, was it like big production or was it something like that was on Tribeca or what? What? What's the height that you've taken that? Because I, I don't even honestly, I didn't even know that you acted too. I thought it was strictly bars. Um, I mean, I got a pretty big feature on the show called Partners in Rhyme, which is executive produced by Bentley Evans. Um, and I got to rap on there. So that was pretty big for me. Okay. Um, let me think. I got a supporting role you got in to a blend mo- both worlds, basically. Yes, I love that. Like I love that. Um, I had a supporting role in a movie called Strawberry Princess. Um, that was pretty cool. And I was supporting a support a co-star in a show called Fifth Ward, which was a series. So they uh had me in three episodes. So yeah, I mean, I'm still, you know, I'm still climbing, I'm still working to get to if you had a choice between, I mean, one one or the other popping off between the music and the acting, do you have a preference? <sighs> I mean, music is like my heart. Mm. Like, I, you know, whatever God says, hey, you know what I'm saying? Taking like, off with this. yeah, I'm not about to be like, no, I want it music first. I want it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to fight it. But yeah. music is my heart. Straight up. Uh, but I understand, like, whatever happens, happens. I could mesh my world. Got it. Like I'm doing now. And this is going to be kind of a out of left field question. Um, I grew up watching a lot of wrestling, like WWE type stuff. Wow, yeah. And and I recently just started watching it again because it's on Peacock. Yeah. And I just realized how many people through that got into acting and all that type of stuff. If that opportunity ever came for you, would you be willing to like... Fuck it, I'll do I'll, I'll do WWE and get. So the know. crazy part is, <laughs> I used to watch wrestling. Oh, cool, cool. Faithfully as a kid. Hey, so you the know, you, you see, yes, the Undertaker, the Rock, Stone Cold, Steve Stone Austin. Cold. I'm, 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 the Undertaker. That's why I like Peacock because they have they have the Attitude Era, the Ruthless Aggression Era. So I'm uh-huh. like, they're like, because back in the day we didn't have cable, so all I got to watch was SmackDown. Yeah. So I didn't realize that back in the day, like. This because now now it's like Raw has their own roster and SmackDown has their own roster. Back okay. then it was like they were on both shows and shit, and I was like, yeah, I missed they were out. Also getting drafted back then, also they would have drafts and shit. But that happened till afterwards. And when they when they were WWF, like when it was WWF, yeah. Mm. But when they got to WWE, when they officially changed the name, they started doing the drafting. But I was like, man, I missed out on so much because I didn't have Monday Night Raw like that type yeah. of thing. We had to go to his house. I never really shit. liked Monday Night. I like Thursday. I like SmackDown. Oh, SmackDown. Yeah. It's because Monday Night was raw. It was that. They, it was a little more extreme. Okay. I feel. Maybe. But that's SmackDown, what it, is. it was a little more like. And entertainment and mm. a sign of like, like, yeah, that type like of thing. For sure. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, like I, I would watch it faithfully. I would wrestle with people. <laughs> I was on a wrestling team in hey, high school dope. for two years. And then I, you know, I got too cute. So I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because I got an opportunity to be a part of women of wrestling out okay. here. Oh, really? This was last year. I went to an audition and they had us doing stuff. And I literally was so sore. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you because I've had an injury. Like, I've yeah, had an yeah. injury uh, to my neck mm. and shoulder, you know, when I was flying and stuff. And so I was like, oh, I'm not about to ruin my life. Like, mm-hmm. like they, I mean, it's, it's fake, but like at the same time, getting tossed through a table and yeah. shit like that, I'm like, bro, that shit must hurt. Like, yeah, no, from imagine. from one um, tryout, the stuff that they had me doing, I had a headache for two days. This oh, was just last shit. year. And I was like, I'm not going to do this. And I told a couple people, I was like, I'm not going to do it. They were like, thank you. Do not ruin your life. 
for this show. Because I was listening to a podcast recently that had Hulk Hogan on it, and he was talking about like his body is basically all surgically put together still because of all and these, all Hulk, these things, all these injuries and stuff. That's yeah. about wrestling. Like every podcast I've seen, they're all pill addicts. They're all taking like prescription See, pills and like. Because they're in pain. Yeah. I, I don't think it's that worth it. I, I don't think it's worth it. Maybe if I didn't rap and act. Mm-hmm. But after that audition, I yeah, was like, no, hell never no. Mind. And they, were, they were like, um, are you coming to the neck? No. <laughs> also, they were interesting. I have a, yes. I was like, I am hurting. <laughs> I don't am, call this phone no more. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm like, I'm about to block them right now. No, it was so tempting, but it just was not worth it. Yeah. Um, and, and also in the acting um, realm, if you will, maybe if you get a certain role that might have you do, I don't know, certain scenes that are not that maybe you haven't done before. Uh, how do you plan on kind of tackling that if that ever comes about? Like what kind of scene? Like, like a fighting? sex scene, like anything, like any type of scene that you just haven't done. That's kind of just. Like I just tripped out on out on there. Tom Holland. You see what they did to him. Tom Holland is in diet. The newest, the newest movie was with his girlfriends in diet too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, have you seen any of those? Stuff that I was like, yo, what? Dude, yeah, what you haven't seen the trailers to them at all. No. So there's one for Zendaya, for example, where it starts off with her and like two dudes, two dudes and they walk into a room, and mm. it's like. She kisses one, she kisses the other, and then like the the scene cuts to like them just kissing on her neck and all that stuff. And I was like, whoa, you know I what have I mean? Not seen that. Yeah, and then the next one was um was Tom Holland where he's getting he's getting what like I don't know if is he getting assaulted or is he like he looks like getting yeah assaulted. So he's getting assaulted, sexually assaulted, sexually assaulted by a man. And he, seriously, yeah, and he, he's wearing like eyeshadow. That was trending on on. <laughs> yeah, and it's like when you when you trying to when you trying to double down like, on Yo, your why spouse. Why is Tom Holland trending on my? And it was just. Like a, sh- a, a like still of him, and I'm like the crazy oh, part is that like this is after him saying how how crazy Hollywood is and all this type of stuff. Like there was a quote about him saying that, and then like this trailer comes out. Oh yeah, I saw he was talking about Hollywood. Yeah, him. you know what I mean. Yeah, so and then <laughs> this thing comes out. No, this thing comes out where it's like he's that scene comes out. And I'm like, is this is what he's referring to? Like yeah. you know, because that was kind of woke. yeah. I see him as Spider Man now as like the new, and then like after I'm like, yo, why are they doing what? going on well see i've been in some situations where i've had to talk to the director about certain scenes um that i don't feel comfortable with so i wouldn't be the best person for that at this level i mean now you cut me a certain check i don't know you know what i'm saying <laughs> not like that either no definitely. i was talking to my auntie about this she was like oh no uh-uh don't you and i was like and she was like but if the check is bigger that's when you negotiate and I mean negotiate in good faith. Definitely. Like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm not comfortable doing this, but if we adjust this and that and that, maybe I can do that. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like I thought about Halle Berry in Monsters Ball. I was okay. like, I wonder how much she got paid for that. But it's like, I feel like we're in I a- I gotta go watch that movie. All right. You gotta <laughs> see Monsters that. Now you have to see yeah. that. But I feel like we're in an age where I don't feel like that's necessary. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I don't feel like it's no, necessary- definitely. For me to have to to show my body parts in a movie, like for you to get your damn point across, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But you know, as 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 our careers evolve and bigger roles, you know, come about, it's just something that has to be talked about. It's no, crazy how like they, they. I feel like Hollywood does make it a big deal when a certain actress goes topless in a scene in a movie. Like, oh, yeah. this is her first. You know, I'm like, why do they do that? It's, but it's like goes back to that you're saying like. 
them pushing that sexuality on on women and being yeah. this is what you got when you're like probably like I want to act I want to show you that I can yeah. cry and, and, and so yeah that, I know? mean it's also in the yeah. era of like Harvey Weinstein and all that stuff too mm-hmm. you know what I mean Facts. you got to throw Facts. that in there you know what I mean where it's like certain people weren't getting roles because they, they didn't do certain things you know what I mean yeah. and, that's, oh, yeah. and that and that I think is just horrible too because mm-hmm. it's like we we probably missed out on some pretty good actresses you know because they they weren't given the opportunity because yeah. of you know they weren't they weren't allowing the sexual advances that you know these people were doing so yeah you know what i mean and and that's that's that would be the ugly part of hollywood if you will. oh yeah that's yeah there's definitely a dark part and like i've seen movies where they'll show a woman's ass or mm-hmm. a woman's body part mm-hmm. and i'll be like was it necessary yeah. I, straight up not even being conservative i'm like that was so why that didn't even have to go in there that did not help the scene you just threw you just threw that in there just because i can see you as a director now (laughs) i mean that that takes a lot of work most most shows are like that though i mean the most modern shows that are coming out like Mm -hmm. i mean that weekend show is crazy yeah we talked about the weekend show within like five or eight minutes there's usually at least one scene they yeah. try to hook you with that. Yes, they hook I you agree. with like what was it these, called? The, these people smashed. What was it mm-hmm. called? The idol. The idol. Yeah. Oh my god! Let me not. That was that wasn't even good acting. It was just trying to hook you with all the. Did you get cringe that feeling too? Were you agreement on Twitter too, where people were like, "No, the weekend." Did you see the weekend differently after that? Was he too creepy? <laughs> She's like, "No, I, 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 I plead the fifth. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Let me just say this: I am a fan of the weekend's music. Too. Can I just say that? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. We went to go see him in concert. Yeah, yeah. you did. I yeah. saw him in concert too. You in, in LA? Houston. No. Oh, okay. I was here in LA the second night where his voice cracked after twenty minutes. It was horrible. Really? Yeah. For the Super Bowl? No, not for. No, Super- that didn't happen. At Super Bowl. No, no. It was he was on tour, but he came out here in LA. He did two nights here in LA. Wow. The first night was amazing. Everybody was saying how great it was, and it's actually if you go on, I think it's HBO, HBO Max. That's the one that was recorded. Max, yeah, okay. they, they they have that live performance there. But the second night. He was like 20 minutes in. He was about to do Blinding Lights, Sorry, I think. Guys. And he just, his voice just gave, I heard it crack too. And I was like, huh. Mm-hmm. And then the next song just started playing Blinding Lights. And I'm like, where is this who at? And yeah. then he comes out like a little bit later. like, And I thought it was all part of the show. It was a hoax. And it's like, nah, the house lights came on. And when that came on, I was like, yo, he really like 20 minutes into the show. I paid $80 for parking that day. Wow. <laughs> I was so mad. That's but luckily, LA stuff right luckily there. he comped the parking though. I mean, he, he comped the, the ticket site. Yeah, it. we got it Black Friday later that year. So it was pretty dope. You know what I mean? No, Black yeah, I'm Friday. a fan. Yeah, that's when he redid the show. Of his music. Me too. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> back in the day. Separating the artists. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> But I have been a fan since he came out. I have all his yeah. albums. So I, I can attest to the music. Yeah. So are you going to feel that he's killing Abel? Well, he's killing The weekend and now becoming just Abel. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Just keep singing. Just keep singing. Yeah. I wonder how his voice is. He's putting out the music. Let's see how his music changes after that, though. Hmm. So yeah. it's a new character now. Yeah. All right. Is it? Is that what he's doing? He's yeah. killing the old character and well, that's his whole thing. giving a new life to another one? Mm-hmm. No pun intended? Okay. Yeah. Okay, The weekend. Interesting. Man, but... So, as far as, like, music, you got an album coming out, you're dropping singles. Yeah. What do you see yourself in five years, Amy? <sighs> um, Holding uh, Grammys? <laughs> alive. Let's get Hopefully, it. prayerfully. Oh, yeah. You're going to be um, alive for sure. Definitely, you know, bigger in my... my my business, my brand, uh, putting out the music, you know, being 
touring and all kind of big movies, uh, starting whatever businesses, like as far as um, I want to get into like the food industry because um, I am a vegan. Oh, OK. Yeah. So I want to I want to get into that. But that's going to take a lot of um, preparation and work. So um, that, you know what I'm saying? Like a clothing line. I just want to introduce her to John to, Sally, man. <laughs> I want to expand my my horizons like in the best ways. Dope, dope. Yeah. And no relationships in that in that five years. You're just like, I'm going single off. Relationship? Yeah, like in that midst, you're not you're not even focused on no nobody else. You're just gonna be like, I'm doing this dolo. Whoever, whoever. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I mean, I want God to send me my person. You know mm. what I'm saying? And for me right now, it got to be obvious. It I can't be asking no questions. Like I can't be like, hmm. It's no. a little star on top. It of does, head. and that makes it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That sounds ridiculous, but it has to be obvious. Like I can't have many questions. Like if I have any questions, it has to be coming from me tripping or something. But it needs to just be obvious. It needs to be clear as day. Like I don't need to be like. I don't know. No. Basically, you just want someone that makes you feel secure. You don't want someone that makes you question, like, are you with me? Or are you not? You know, you don't want that yeah. insecurity. I, and, and if I see red flags, I just want it to be like, I just want to cut that off. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of being nice. I'm tired of being lenient. If if I see a red flag and it's a red flag, I'm seeing it for a reason because it's supposed to be Is shown to me. Fl- what if it's a red flag that you can compromise with, though? Um, then it's not really a red flag. It's more like a yellow one. <laughs> caution, caution. Right. It's more like a, you know, the little flashing yielding light thing. It's not like, oh. We can work with this, basically. Yeah. But. Yeah. And then if I ask you about it, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's when I'm like, okay, everyone can talk a good game. Mm-hmm. But. Talk the talk, but walk the walk. Huh? Yeah, but you've already shown me. It's like, uh, you know, nothing. Relationships are not simple. Not at all. So that's, that's that was my whole point. And like, I'm up here being, I'm about, about to be a super jerk. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> how am I even gonna move forward with somebody? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we gotta compromise with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always gotta. But um, just just to uh, kind of wrap things up, when it comes to the music scene and like just right now, is there any? artists that you look at or you you kind of anticipate for something to come out because you want to listen to it or is there anything is there any someone like that for you or or like how Enzo said it's been so saturated now that it's like sounding the same to you or whatnot you know what I mean? yeah I mean I just be you know let's see who do I like mm. I like a whole bunch of different artists, you know. I, I'm not waiting on any artist to drop mm-hmm. something. Got it, got I'm trying it. to think. Like, I can't think of anybody. Got you. Is there anybody, maybe even from, like, the old schools where you're like, I need to see this person perform before it's all said and done? You know what? I love Toni Braxton. Okay. So, if she was to drop more stuff. Or even oh just go God. on a tour or something like that, you, you, you'd want to be like consume that and go experience the type of thing or uh yeah i'd try to you know see what i could do to be involved but i love her i love her voice Mm. i just wish you know she would get in the studio and just knock some stuff out i mean i wish she would also it would be nice to see her collaborate with younger artists you know what i'm saying like that that snapback who does that nikki does that she Mm. collaborates with a lot of the the newer artists so you stay relevant yeah yeah, that's so. why Drake does that all the time. 
Yes, Drake does that. So if Tony, I feel like if Tony did that, man. Come but back with her. Tony's up there. You know, she's I cut up her there. sons. You did? I know I, I they're they're my clients. I saw them yesterday. Are you serious? Yeah. Can you call Tony right now? No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know Tony personally. I know her son. Okay, next time. I was about to say when I heard Denim? that last name, I was like, I think that yeah. I think that's his. Is her son named Denim? Denim and, and Diesel, yeah. What? Yeah. Yo, I'm about to be coming up here. Like, <laughs> yo, you already know. Be, be, waiting around. Be, be like, like I, need, I need I need a cut. <laughs> yeah, can you just give me an edge up? <laughs> when is Denim's appointment? <laughs> right, right. It was just missed him by a day. Damn. Yeah. See, we should have had this interview last week. <laughs> 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 no, nah, that's crazy. So that's, funny. that's who. That's like a. You'll be shell shocked if you saw her. Like starstruck. I mean. Yes. That's one hundred percent. Like yes, um, Mariah Carey. Another one. Yeah, Beyonce. And, and who's your dream collaboration? Like, let's say, would you want Tony Braxton on the hook and you're like spitting mm-hmm. up? Oh, I would. I would want the weekend too. Sick. Singing. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Nah, for sure. Singing on a hook. Not acting. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I didn't say back. that He said that I'm over here I mean it's a song You can't have him acting For <laughs> the video be. He gonna have to act Oh like in the music video Or something yeah. like that Oh yeah. she's like I'm getting visuals Like a song <laughs> um, Mariah Beyonce um, You ever seen see. her perform or In life you No seen her? I, heard, I just saw one of my clients Say that she, he was in Chicago For her And he's like Man yo for who? Like, yo, like, hands down, one of the. I was like, yo, really? For who? Beyonce. Beyonce. Uh, Beyonce. Oh. Yeah, and I was like, when I seen him at the shop, he looked like a tough dude, and I was like, yo, okay. He was mesmerized. Yeah, I was like, okay, I gotta go see Beyonce at least one time. Take take my wife. So, but so Beyonce. So, so you're, another you're part of the one. Beehive, then, right? You're not. You're not the. You're not in the Rihanna crew. Um, I love Rihanna and I love Beyonce. Okay. Um, but Beyonce is from Houston. Oh, okay. H town. I'm saying. Yep. It's different. <laughs> it's different Not just cause she's from Houston But it's just like Some You know She's just like All throughout high school When she used to put out her albums With Destiny's Child All that it, That's different Like that's a whole Yes yeah, That's yeah, an yeah. era for you Yeah for that's you. like a It's uh, a big it, move Say my name Say my name Say my you, name all that. Survivor that. All that Survivor. Then Dangerously in Love I had one of my exes Leave me a voicemail Playing that song but <laughs> yeah. I've I've had some crazy songs on my voicemail. But anyway, let's not talk about that. <laughs> right, right. What about what about Alicia Keys? Oh, I love her. Yeah, she's about to be in LA. I yes. think next month. Really? Yeah, yeah. I wish forum. she went back to like playing playing the piano. Alicia. She still does. She's talented. Yeah, yeah, when, I'm when, talking about like like that first album. Obviously, you can't go back to that first album. Songs in a minor. No, but yeah. I, I like it though because when she performs, she still performs with oh, yeah, the keyboard sure. and all she's, that stuff. Like a, that's one I want to watch for sure. She's a musician artist for sure. If I can get yeah. last minute tickets, I'll be at Alicia Keys next month for sure. Yeah. Any instruments? Fags. No. Just yeah, that voice is. Yeah, I mean, I took piano classes when I was a kid, but I got kicked out. Apparently, my mother says that the lady kicked me out. Be fooling around too much, or what? <laughs> huh? Be fooling around too much. I feel like she could have been a racist. Uh, I feel you. Yeah, definitely. Damn. Like who kicks? You know what I'm saying? Especially like, a kid out. Yeah, you know paid I mean? for my piano lesson. Oh hell yeah, no. And Especially it's like, paid. Hell no. Yeah. That's crazy. So you were a kid, kid like what? Six, seven years old? Yeah, like five. Oh shit. Six. Okay. Fucked up. I know. Damn. Texas, no, I'm playing. <laughs> Just kidding. So, to wrap this thing up, um, 
you know, let me hear some bars real quick. Let me hear uh, a sweet 16. Oh, you going to play something? something? Let me hear something. Let me hear. Let me uh, <laughs> put a beat on my brother. How you feeling about that? <laughs> um, I mean, hey, or I mean, how are we gonna do this? Like, I don't know. We 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 can't we can end this pod and then do that a little separately if you want. I don't mind doing that. Okay. Just yeah. so that you know. Yeah. yeah. I think we could do that. Whatever. Is there any more questions you have, Byron or or, or Manny? Well, I'll ask one more um, that I have in mind right now. Um, when you were doing flight attendant, what was your favorite uh, country you went to? Or also, were you able to like, um, you could say, stay there for a while, or is it just uh, strictly just you know business per se? You know, it's funny. Like whenever I tell people I was a flight attendant, that's all they want to talk about. So that's why I laughed at you because they're like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "Wait, what about?" My rap career. Right, right, right. <laughs> but no, okay, so my favorite countries were um Brazil, uh Singapore, Japan, and um Tahiti. Oh nice. Tahiti, where's that? I'm sorry. I'm... Yeah. Where is that? Um it's in the French Polynesian. Oh it's in the Pacific. It's like past Hawaii. Oh like yeah. Tahiti. Fancy. Interesting. But um I like Argentina a lot. Um I really like I really like the Central American countries, though. I'm not going to lie. Like Panama, Costa Rica, uh, Guatemala. Yeah, because I feel like those people are so nice. Yeah, hospitality is something that Central Americans know. I heard about that. I saw a video about that. And even on the plane, they're so sweet. They're like sweet people. Yeah. They're like, oh, can I get a a, col- a coca? You know, they talk to me in Spanish. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah. They're like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? They're like not entitled. They're just sweet, warm people. So I would always say like, if I, you know, um, move away from the United States, I would live in Central America. I love to hear Like that. Costa Rica. Yeah. Yeah. Dope. yeah. Dope. El Salvador right now has been that country has been just taken off just because the, the change in presidency and all that. Oh. So. Okay. It used to be one of like the world's most dangerous countries. Yes. Now it's the world's most safest. Really? Yeah. I okay. I just went in February, so I was having the time of my life, you know. Is, I mean? is keto there? Is keto? Keto? No. No, that's in Ecuador. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. They used to say keto was really dangerous. Yeah, Ecuador is. I think is that is it or is Ecuador, I think Venezuela too, because they have yes. Venezuela's own Venezuela. uh, Car- Caracas. Yeah. Caracas, yeah. That's what they were like. If you go there, don't leave the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I mean, that's good that it's, it's safe. Like, that's straight great. up. Yeah, like you have, I, before I wouldn't even take nice shoes out there because in the round parts you'd, you'd get, you'd be walking around shoeless because you get jacked. You, you couldn't that. enter like several cities or certain places if you didn't know people. Wow. If you yeah. entered the wrong place without knowing the right person, you could get killed. Like anything can go wrong. Story That's how it was back stuff. then. But with this is with, and this is the back new, then is six years ago. Yeah. Okay. Six, five years ago. But with I mean. the new president that came in, all his laws, how he started cleaning it up, he's changed all that. Really? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. So even, he's like conservative even, or do you even have more like um military policemen like in the street walking too, like yeah. to like protect the civilians wow yeah it, it was really it was a lot of gang violence over there mm-hmm. so gangs were taxing businesses and just you know extorting people all this type of stuff so yeah it was a very big, big problem you know huh so yeah i would say it's a much more conservative thing but his whole thing is also to push tourism mm-hmm. and all that stuff so that the economy you know flourishes yeah. and all that type he's of stuff. built a bunch of highways uh to get across to the, the whole the whole country from the airport from the airport like highways that go directly to the beaches wow and they have the best uh surf beaches 
Okay. So that's the other thing where it's like promoting that tourism for people that want to go surf there. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking for a vacation spot for next year for your birthdays. El Salvador. Okay. It won't disappoint, I promise. All right. <laughs> I'll have to look into that. I mean, that's good to hear. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Well, but I got to thank you so much, Amy, for joining for sure, us and uh, making this time. Thank you. Uh, it was a blessing to just learn about your career and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, thank you yes. so much. Thank you for having Wish me. Wish you the best. Of course. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, you get that Grammy sooner than five years. You know, just keep yeah. pushing. I love the bars. Keep coming. Keep coming yeah. hard. And, uh, you know, I'll see you with the greats soon. Thank you. I'm glad we had you on here. Thank you. Cool, cool. And I wish you all the best as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.